undefeated featherweight prospect Mondo Gutierrez. What's going on, man? How's life with you? What's up, brother? It's good, man. Everything's good right now. Just got done with Father's Day weekend, so you know I'm just getting back on my grind now. Got a little time with my pops, and I'm nice and reset, ready to go. When the pandemic first started, no one was thinking about Father's Day, so we're kind of lucky to be able to spend some time with the father, right? Because, you know, this pandemic, this virus is supposed to be very uh, detrimental to the older folks. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm just glad I was able to make my way out there. You know, things are a little looser now. People are starting to move around some. So, I mean, I'm not I'm not out here going crazy, like going to every restaurant, going all over the place. But it was just nice to, you know, get out of the house and go see my dad for a little bit and just relax, be with the fam, kind of forget everything's going on for a little bit. You know, do you see people like acting crazy or are, are there people wearing masks or what's going on over there? No, honestly, right now. You wouldn't like if if you didn't know what was going on, like if you didn't turn the news on or anything like that, you'd swear everything was normal for the most part. Most people aren't even wearing their masks around here anymore, and that's probably the problem. But I mean, that the reason I don't leave the house is because I don't feel like putting one on, so that's why I just stay here and just train in the basement right now and stuff like that. But yeah, definitely, uh, people are starting to go back out, go to restaurants and stuff like that. Some people with masks, some people with not. I just mind my own business, you know, but everybody's doing their thing. Well, I think that uh, people not going out with masks on, it, it could probably prove to us that the virus is not as serious as what the news is making it out to be. Maybe. I'm not a scientist, yeah. so I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Oh, no. I feel you 100%, bro, because I'm one of those people where I'm just like, honestly, like, especially fighters. If anyone shouldn't be worried, it's fighters, because yeah. think about it. We're susceptible to everything. We're exposed to all sorts of stuff every day, you know, ringworm, staff, stuff like that, like. I don't see this being anything different. Our immune systems are hauling ass at all times. So I really don't think that fighters are as susceptible as most. So, I mean, when I go out, I don't wear, like, I personally don't wear a mask. But I also don't like the look people give me, which is kind of annoying. And I don't like I don't like dealing with it. So I'm like, whatever, I'm just going to stay at home. And I try to, like, stay here at all costs, whatever I got to do. Yeah, it's the, it's the safest bet, you know, especially if you're able to just stay home and, and do your job from home. It's... It's probably the best thing for you now with the training. You know what I mean? You say you're doing it in the basement. Has this, oh, yeah. has this been the protocol the whole time, the last couple of months? Honestly, so a lot of people that know me know I live with my one of my like best friends. He's like a brother to me. His name's JJ. He's a boxer. So him and I, we were just like, man, I mean, if we're going to be locked up in the house, we might as well be making make like might as well make it worth our while. You know, we both started getting a lot of practice on the mitts and stuff. We turned the whole basement into a really dope gym. Like bag, mats, wall mats, everything. We got the whole situation down there ready to go. Heart rate monitor, like set up, everything. So we just, uh, we both feel like we got the best, the best work we've ever had in the basement. And it really helped us, you know, figure a lot of stuff out about ourselves because we had a lot of time where the whole world kind of just stopped and we were able to focus on what matters most. And to us, what matters most is the game. And, you know, so we just put all our time and focus and effort into that and, you know, it really paid dividends because I feel like I've just like from in these last few months, I've learned so much and I've gotten so much better and just really, really figured some stuff out. So I'm I'm excited to put my hands on somebody for the first time after this is completely over with. Are your coaches coming in and, and helping you out and kind of setting up your schedule or are you kind of YouTubing it? You know what I mean? Because there's so much stuff online yeah. nowadays. Uh, So I've been learning a lot from my roommate, JJ, who's a like he's a really, really elite boxer. 
um, we what we did is uh, we had a couple of our we, we when they said, you know, oh, you can have five people max somewhere at a time. We, we got together and we're like, all right, cool. These are the five people that are going to make us the best. And, you know, we had that we had we had just like exclusive practices in the basement where everyone just brings something to the table. You know, we got guys that are just collegiate wrestlers, like outstanding wrestlers. We got we got um, MMA guys. We got boxing guys. And we've all just been, you know, throwing it in the pot, seeing what happens, you know, stir the pot and learn something. And it's just been getting a lot better. And uh, luckily, I've been able to learn a lot from them and also from uh, splitting time in Las Vegas, which is where uh, I've been a lot lately. Um, I go out there and get to work with some of the best in the world, even like with all this going on. It's been really nice to go out there and learn from them. So all, all, all in all, I've really just been I've been figuring a lot of stuff out and learning a little something from everybody. That's great. That's great. Now, you know, you mentioned wrestling. You have a deep wrestling background. But yeah. I want to talk about your first MMA gym, you know, the transition from wrestling. What got you to that first gym and who introduced you to MMA? Um, Really, the thing is, I was always really good at wrestling. But the problem is I was never as good as I thought I was. And that was my biggest downfall was that I, I didn't reach my full potential because I was always, you know, you know, trying like I was just overreaching at all times and I never really figured it out. But uh. When I, when I went to college and started wrestling, things didn't really work out the way I wanted them to, you know. I didn't have as good of a career as I wish I would have, and it was pretty short-lived. So uh, I went home, and my biggest regret in life was not uh, putting everything I had into it because deep down I knew I didn't I didn't give it everything I had. And, uh, you know, I, that's a regret I didn't want to live with. So I, I, turned, I turned around and uh, moved to Michigan and started chasing down this crazy goal of being, like, the best in the world in MMA and... I found Mercy Lago MMA, started going there, threw my first punch with them, and it just it just all started picking up. You know, it all just got I put all my eggs in one basket and I I, I devoted my life to it and you know it's been paying dividends, it's been working out well. So I'm just I I, I got a good recipe right now, I just gotta keep it going. Mercy Lago definitely were the ones that 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 whole team, when they took me in, you know, they taught me everything and they gave me everything I have now. So I'm always gonna be super grateful for them. And, you know, now it's just my passion is what I do. Did you hit the ground running with, with the training or was there times where you're like, man, this is a tough sport. You know, it's not, it's, it's <laughs> wrestling, but you know, with punches and kicks and submissions and everything added to it. So it's, it's, it's oh, not okay. an easy thing to do. Oh, definitely not. I mean, I came into it with the chip on my shoulders. Cause you know, I was used to being good at one thing and being seen as one of the, like the better guys in the game to starting from, ground zero you know starting from the very bottom where i don't know absolutely anything other than the fact that i can wrestle when need when need be and um lucky for me i went to a gym that didn't feel sorry for me that didn't feel bad for me and that didn't treat me special because i was brand new you know i i come from a gym where there's no amateurs there it's just all pros and they all just beat the shit out of each other every day i don't know if i'm supposed to cuss or not Is yeah, that it's cool? all good In all right, yeah um honestly uh they all just beat the shit out of each other every day. And that's just that's just the way they do. And, you know, I had to hit the ground running because the only reason they even let me stay was because I had something to bring to the table, which was my wrestling ability. And I was a smaller guy, which is something that they were not used to because they only had like one. The smallest guy was a 55er and then they had a few 70s, 85s, stuff like that. So, uh, you know, I really had to I, I had to learn quick. I remember sparring the first week I was there and one of my teammates, Troy Lamson, just kicking the shit out of my leg over and over and over like nonstop the entire round and I mean I had to figure it out as fast as I could to survive and uh 
But at the same time, I was really, I, I was really happy. Like looking back, I'm, I'm glad that they didn't take it easy on me because it forced me to learn quick. And uh, I feel like I had, uh, by the time my debut came around, I had already seen everything that was going to get thrown at me. So I felt really prepared for a lot. Yeah, it seems like for fighters or even any any combat sport, when you first start, you need that that rough push. You know what I mean? As you go, of course you're gonna get smarter with your training, but in the beginning you gotta you gotta toughen up, right? You gotta you gotta oh, build yeah, that shield. Oh, of course. That's the thing, and it also it also does you a favor because it cuts all the bullshit and it lets you know if you're really about this or not. Like, it's not an easy game, and when you come from a sport where it's just strictly grappling. Like yeah, there's some pain involved. There's some there's some altercations. There's some there's some nitty gritty stuff going on. But but at the end of the day, you're just grappling. You know, it's different when you're getting punched in the face for real. And that's the whole point of the game. And you know, it weeds a lot of people out. And then it, the ones that are meant to do this, they're they'll shine. You know, they'll shine through all that and they'll figure it out and they'll get better. And that's when you know. Yeah, you got your home, Murcielago MMA. Then you you mentioned earlier that you take trips down to Las Vegas. I seen you out there with with uh, 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu and Extreme Couture, Cody Stamen, okay. Vince Murdoch, two big names from from Michigan. Um, oh, yeah. Is that the connection there, those guys? Oh, yeah, man, those 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 two. Uh, I hope they see this eventually. Like, I've, I I love those motherfuckers to death, man. They, like, they, they, uh, they, they saw potential in me, you know, and they reached out and, uh, like, we kind of just became friends and they started taking me under their wing and showing me, like, the next, next level to this because, you know... It's one thing to be it's it's one thing to be the big fish in the pond when you're in the regional scene, but it's totally different when there's, you know, when you when you want to be the big fish in a room full of killers like that like it is in Las Vegas, out there there is no easy rounds, there's no easy work. Everybody's doing what you're doing. So, I mean, I'm lucky I got those two guys that that were like the first to really make it out of Michigan and and let it be known that, you know, the Midwest provides some serious talent and, um. Yeah, just learning from them is just absolutely incredible. It's a huge blessing. And they, they let me know that it's very possible. It's very possible if you work hard. Is that something you're going to continue to do in the future, that combination of training with your team and then going out to, to Las Vegas and, and getting that sparring in, I guess, you need and, and that extra training? Oh, yeah, definitely. That's 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 the recipe right there. That's what's been, what's been working wonders for me is, uh, you know, learning stuff here from my coach, you know, soaking it all up from him. I've been getting a lot of attention lately because a lot of our team, my teammates, uh, you know, travel as well. And they do their, uh, their, they do their camps elsewhere. So I've been getting a lot of attention here, which I love. And uh, every time I go out to Las Vegas, I get to really test myself out. And like, I see where I stack up with the best guys in the world. You know, I try to get the hard rounds while I'm there, see, see how I stack up with these guys, bring it back and assess it. And then, you know, we just keep going from there. Uh, Hopefully the goal, the goal is to, you know, start increasing the amount of time that I'm out in Las Vegas and, you know, be able to pick up a little more and capitalize on that opportunity because why not use it if I have it, you know, and then uh, make my way back here, finish off with coach and just keep doing it that way. I, I don't think I could ever switch up on my coach, though. I think I'd always have to finish my last few, few weeks with him, regardless of what the case may be. Three fights, three finishes, three chokes. Is it safe to say... You're a submission artist. <laughs> I don't think so, dude. I don't think so. Cause these guys, I, I'm telling you, man, I work with some guys that are just insane on the ground and it lets me know that I'm definitely no jujitsu guy, especially if you go out there with, uh, if you, if you mess around with coach Casey down there at 10 planet Vegas, uh, he'll quickly let you know that you're not a jujitsu guy because, uh, those guys are tough. You know, his, his whole group of guys that he rolls with, 
that uh, they, they all earn their stripes and they're all really, really talented and really, really tough. So practicing with them every day, again, is a huge blessing because I get to learn from them every day, but it's also brutal, you know? You got you to gotta wake up for a dogfight every single day, and it's nice. I'd say, personally, I think I'm just a pressure guy. People know me as being like a, the kind of guy that doesn't really step back, and I feel like I just kind of got to embrace that, and that's just... It just always happens to be a fit, like a, a finish on the ground because we always end up there somehow. So I just I, I just want to win fights and get out of there as soon as possible. You know, I don't get paid by the hour. I'm just trying to get in and get out, win my fight, show out a little bit and do what I do. No doubt. You think that pressure that you put on your opponents, that just kind of opens up the submissions easily for you? Is that It's almost like they give it to you in the fight? Uh, Yeah. I mean, right now I'm just taking it in stride. Like, uh, obviously, at the regional level, it's going to be a little easier to, uh, like, make people make mistakes. Obviously, when once when I get to the top, those guys, you know, they've seen pressure. They've seen everything. So then it's going to turn into more of a chess match. But for right now, the more wins I can stack up and the less amount of time I could be in there and the less amount of damage I can take, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to capitalize on it. And uh, right now, I feel like the pressure that I put on people makes them make mistakes. And that's what I love is when somebody makes a mistake. I watch a lot of film. I... I do. I drill a lot. I feel like I have a good mind for the sport. So, you know, if I see an opening, I'm quick to take it regardless of what it is. If, if, the, if, if it came down to it and I felt like I had a better chance on the feet, that's where we'd be. Um, my fight that, that got canceled right before the quarantine started, that was supposed to be my coming out party where I was going to be like, hey, guys, guess what? I got hands, too. I'm finding somebody that's better than me on the ground and we're going to show out. But unfortunately, that didn't get to happen. So. Now, whoever the next guy is is going to get him, you know? Having all the submissions, and then if you continue with the submissions, but you're working in the lab on your hands and your feet, your knees, your elbows, and then when you get to the next level, it's something new you can show everybody, right? Because everybody will think that you're just a guy that takes somebody down and pressures them and gets submissions. So it's it's a surprise for everybody. I kind of like that sometimes. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's 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 the way my coach likes to put it. Put it. He says... uh. He says that the way I fight, my wrestling should be my insurance. That should always be my insurance. I, I go for it when I want to, um, but if shit goes south, I know I can take them down. Worst case scenario, I can take them down. I can get a finish. And uh, But we, I mean, you always, he says, just go out there and have fun. Go out there and win. Do what you got to do. Everybody, at the end of the day, everybody loves a winner. So whatever you got to do to win, do it. And at, I mean, to me, having fun is a big part of that, you know? People, people always see me smiling in the middle of fights, and that's just what I like. I mean, I train my ass off for 15 minutes. I might as well go out there and make the most of them. So that's another big thing as well, I'd say. What are you hearing from the, the promotions, WXC or even Lights Out? Are they telling you that there's going to be a show in the next couple of months and they're looking for you to be on it, or what's the word? Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I've heard word from both. You know, I've, I, I obviously have a better relationship with uh, Matt Frando at Lights Out, but you know, WXE has reached out and they've let me know of potential dates, like tentative dates that it could be. And I'm definitely interested if it lines up, but everybody knows that I'm a lights out boy. And that's like Matt Frendo's my number one guy. I love him to death and I'd always want to fight for him regardless. That's where I did my debut and that's just where I feel comfortable. Um, and he obviously he brings out a huge, a huge crowd. So it's always nice to fight in front of a huge crowd because I just I love being an entertainer. Um, he has a couple dates in mind that I that I have in the back of my head, but at the end of the day, I need I need my name signed on a piece of paper. Otherwise, I'm not taking shit serious. You know, I'm always training hard, but uh, you you get to kick it up an extra notch when when your name's on the dotted line, and that's what I want. I want to have an official date and things happening. So, we'll see. Um, my manager Jason House and uh, Jeremy Lukow hit me up today. 
gave me some good news. So hopefully at the at the end of July, I'll be able to be shaking off the cobwebs and uh, putting on a show for the people. So I, like, if that's the case, then I'm all for it, man. I've been rocking and rolling for the last three months. I'm ready to go. I'd fight any day. I'd fight any any day of the week. I, I don't care. I'm in shape. I feel great. I just want to get it in. For yourself, you know, what's the plan? Are you going to take your time, build yourself up a little bit more, get more experience with Lights Out or whatever regional promotion that, that will have you, and then jump into the major promotions? Or is it just like, hey, I'm going to fight until the major promotions sign me right away? Um, the thing is with me, I feel like, um, my goal was never to make it to the UFC. My goal has been way past that. You know, I feel like getting signed is a part of it and, uh, nothing's going to go according to plan if I get signed too early, you know? And, uh, for me, it's not really a time thing. It's a, uh, when I'm, it's, it's when I'm ready, you know, whenever, whenever I feel like I'm ready to go out there and make a splash. Cause people, people know that I'm a really active guy. I like, uh, I like fighting often. I mean, I had seven fights from my the day of my debut to my last amateur fight was seven fights in a year. And I, I just so happened to take two month-long breaks in between them because I was just getting started. I mean, I love I love going in there and uh, making moves and things like that. So I want to fight as much as possible. But definitely, whenever whenever I get that call, if I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go. I'll, I'll, I'll do it anytime. I'm training to be the best. And that's just going to be part of the process is getting called up. So to me, it's just being ready every day. I just try to get better and better. And eventually that time's going to come. What about the ultimate fighter? Would you ever do that? Because this oh seems like they're going to bring that back pretty soon. Bro, that would be a dream come true. My biggest, my biggest dream that I've had since I started is to fight for the ultimate fighter Latin America, which I don't know if that's going to be a thing anymore, but I know the regular one is. Um, I'm like, that's made for wrestlers. That's basically like, you know, sign it off it's for a wrestler guaranteed it's like a tournament are you you mean to tell me i get to fight people for less time and do it in a tournament fashion quick turnaround i can do that any day like that's what that's what i'm built for you know i wrestled my whole life i'm used to competing multiple times even in a day i'd fight i'd fight as much as they'd let me and i feel like that's just the best way to get in you know you get a pocket full of cash you get a guaranteed contract a bunch of people already know who you are and on top of that, I get to reach the demographic that I want to reach, which is the Latin American people. You know, I got a lot of love for my people and that's what I want to do is represent. And I feel like that'd be the best way to do it. But um, even if it's not the ultimate fighter, Latin America, if it's the regular ultimate fighter, I'm still all about it. You know, everybody knows I'm all I'm here to represent. And that's what I do. I'm, I'm really proud of my heritage and where I'm from. So I want to represent hard and go out there and beat some ass and, you know, make a splash in the game because that, like that's what I train my ass off for. They're talking about uh, Israel Adesanya and, uh, and uh, what is it, Paulo Costa. Yeah. Man, that would be a sick season, though, right, to be a part of? Because that, that, those guys have some beef. They got some real beef, bro. But think about it. Like, they, they'd have to do a big weight class to bring guys in if it's going to be for those two. Because imagine if those two pick a fight with each other there. And <laughs> it just so happens that the, that the lineups are bantamweights. Like, what the fuck's a bantamweight going to do to those guys? They're not going to hold them back. You know what I'm saying? Especially, especially not Paulo Costa's big ass. Like no one's gonna hold him back. So they better pick some big boys for that weight class. Well, they could they could bring in two weight classes. You know, they have the bantam weights, and then they could have oh, the light heavyweights. Oh, that'd be awesome! It. If they did that, that'd be super sweet. Yeah, man. Well, you know, the future is bright, man. You 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 know, you, you just got to get a couple more fights in and get a couple more wins, and you you'll be right there with them. Now, one last thing. 
um, before I let you go, you know, in MMA, there's so many different types of uh, competitors. There's usually two categories. There's like the martial artist type and then there's the prize fighter. Where would you fit in? Uh, me? I think uh, at the end of the day, man, I'd be lying if I told you money wasn't the motivation. Like, I want to fight. I want to fight to be the best, yes. But a, man, a, a big part of that is because the best gets paid the most, you know? Like, there's no way to get paid the big bucks if you're not one of the best. And um, if I'm if I'm getting paid to do something, it's my job. And I don't want to do any half-assed job. I want to be the best at my job. And this is what I want to do. So I just want it all. I just, I, like, I'm a greedy. I, I tell people all the time, I'm a greedy motherfucker, man. I just want to win. I want to look good in front of my people, represent hard, make a bunch of money, and take care of my family, man. I'm a simple guy. I just, I want to take care of my family, and I want to be well off, and I want to keep winning. That's it. Yeah, fly the flag, man. Mondo, thank you so much, man, for the time. Good luck on getting a fight real soon and keep training and and stay safe. And, uh, yeah, stay away from people and, and, you know. (laughs) Hell, yeah, man. I appreciate the time, bro. It's been a pleasure, man. Thank you.